Hi, I'm planning to move to Porto on the D7 visa in mid-April next year. I have passive income from 12 rental properties in Florida. And interest income from mortgages I make with real estate investors, also in Florida. So he has a, a real estate business of some sort in Florida. I won't have social security income until 2029. My questions are, first question, how will these sources of income, the rental, the interest, and eventually the social security benefits from the US be taxed during the 10 years that he would hope to be subject to the NHR, the non-habitual residence. And then after the NHR uh, program for him would expire after 10 years. So let, he has some other questions, but let's, let's, let's deal with this one first. And let's, let's deal with the first part of it. So his rental property income, how would that be taxed here under the NHR, Augusto? Well, rental, rental property would be exempt of taxation in Portugal um, under the NHR regime. So uh, the rental income uh, 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 under the double tax treaty would be taxable in the country where the property is located, or at least the uh, US would have the rights to tax in, in such a way. Uh, it would be exempt under the NHR. Okay. So we, and we're not going to move on uh, just yet because we put uh, some, some flavor into this while we were discussing this before, before this Zoom call. So let's assume that this person has, I mean, it's 12, it's 12 rental properties, right? And he has other investors. So we're going to assume that he has a structure and we're going to assume that it's in an L it's all in an LLC, a Florida LLC. So then, okay, let's same scenario, but it's in a Florida LLC. How is Portugal looking at that Augusto? Mm -hmm. Well, I would say that we have uh, uh, different ways to look at that. <laughs> um, uh, because, um, we, we, in case of an LLC, which is a transparent entity, so it's an entity that is not subject to taxation itself at the corporate level, uh, the idea would be that any taxation of the activity, of the profits of the LLC, would be directly attributed to the partner, to the shareholder, uh, uh, for for taxation purposes, that would be uh, a, a way uh, uh, to look at this. In such case, uh, 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 the discussion around this would be if the nature of the profit that is allocated to the partner still has the nature of rental income, or if it is a business profit. And uh, there is a lot of uh, a discussion around this. We may may argue that the 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 the, the underlying income has as the nature of uh, rental income and uh, try to to uh, to follow that route and argue that it would be a, 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 an income exempt from taxation, giving the the, the 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 nature of the underlying income. It's a, a possible approach. Uh, and possible. Uh, I'm not saying that this would be the view of the tax authorities. 
Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, just to add to what Augusto has already said, it could be very, very nuanced. And especially so people I know I've seen discussions and people have approached me and on our online uh, forms and our website. And then they talk about invoking, uh, I think it's Article 7 of the, the tax treaty and it's business income, blah, blah, blah. But it really depends because when you look under Article 7, that very first line, it speaks about having a permanent establishment here, in, in this case, in Portugal. So if it is that, I think a key factor as whoever your tax advisors would be, a key factor for them to understand, which we, we don't know in this case, so we can't say one way or the other, but a key factor to consider is whether you have what we call substance or permanent establishment here in Portugal. So if it is that you are making decisions for that business from your home in Kashkai or the Algarve or wherever it is you are, you're running that business from, from Portugal. So, you know, then there's permanent establishment here, there's nexus here. So potentially that whole structure could be taxable in Portugal, potentially, right? Uh, so it, it really, really depends. Or if it is that you have a full team boots on the ground in Florida, and all you're doing is you sitting back and you at the marina in Kashkai and you're just having a good time and you're just receiving passive income, then that's another scenario, right? that is completely different from if you're actively involved. So this is, this is something to consider. And we, we also get this as a, a slight segue. We also get this with some YouTubers as well. They may think you know that your main audience, you're speaking in English on your YouTube channel and you're getting income, but that income is being derived from English speaking audiences in the US. But the point is that you are running that enterprise from here in Portugal. So it really, it's, you know, it's, it's something to consider and you should really seek advice. Uh, and, and in that disclosure, really explain to your advisors exactly how your business is being structured. So, and just to get to the second part of, of his question, Augusto, he's asking, so what happens after the NHR expires? You want to comment on that? Okay. After, after the, the, the 10 year period, what happens is that uh, uh, the general rules applicable to the regular taxpayers in Portugal will apply. And uh, the general rules would be that the overall annual income subject to uh, progressive tax rates up to 48% for, uh, of personal income tax. And of course, some passive income for instance, uh, we are talking about rental income in the example, would be taxed at a flat rate of 28% as an option. Okay, great. Please subscribe, like, share, and comment below. Our books and upcoming events are available at htj.tax. Email us at help at htj.tax to engage us to advise on international tax or business matters.